So for our longtime listeners, have you been wondering what's been going on in Raspither's D&D game? Well, today you're about to find out because we do an update. Spoiler alert, the title of the show is pretty appropriate because things get super murdery. Not only that, but we get to see a recurring character. So, you want to hear a story, huh? <laughs> Have I got a story for you? I was over here minding my own business when suddenly. That old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Look it. Who put that crab there? Crab? I didn't see any crab. Don't tell me there were two crabs. They work in pairs. You better have a damn good explanation for this. No, now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. Hello, hello, hello. I hope your holiday was good. And I got, I hope we got that episode out on time. <laughs> well, this is still after the episode of our Halloween episode. It so, is. yes. After the episode where we did a whole bunch of Halloween stuff, whether or not I was able to catch up, because to be fair, there's been a couple of episodes where I just didn't get out on time. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that, that's not good. Yeah. It happens. We're all we're we're only beings of the mortal plane, so we're 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 not infallible. Well, you know what you know what it is. Uh huh. It's because producer Stephanie got mad at me. Oh, uh, left the project. That's the third producer this month. Uh yeah. <gasps> I ca- I guess we're just really that unbearable to listen to. <laughs> well, if our if our uh, listenership shows, yeah, we probably are. Well, it's not. Maybe it's not. <laughs> I, I, I say us, but really, it's probably me, because I do the majority of the jogging. Oh. What was that loud gong like that was in the background a second ago? Because whenever, whenever I listen to these, or go back and listen to these, and I'm like, there's an awful lot going on in the Dragon Den. I'm just kind of wondering. <laughs> gong? What? I, I yeah, honestly like don't know what you- sort of noise. I'm like, great, another noise for me that I have to cut out. Well, I don't know. I don't have anything that makes a gong noise. Well then, great, awesome. I guess we're still on. I guess the. Well then, great. I guess our audio quality is still going to be continuing to be haunted. Fantastic. Well. This will leave you plenty of blooper reels if you want to release blooper uh, audio yeah, no. blooper reels of us. No, we can we can barely get episodes released on time. <laughs> no, this is what you release when when we don't have anything. We do not have time for blooper reels. We have mm. a growing list of episodes to record, and we keep adding more because every week we don't look at that list like this well, week. then like this week so what was so instead of looking at that list you did suggest something earlier in the the pre-game uh pre-podcast uh discussion of you yes. have feelings yes because it's been 10 episodes no yeah it's been at least 10 episodes since we did a 
uh, a Rasputin D and D campaign update. I guess it's about time. I I. <laughs> well, I when there's feelings involved, I guess it is about time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but that's <laughs> there are, I yeah. Banjo has feelings about how how Rasputin's D and D game went or has been going. And yes, it was amazing is- for a while, and then it turned sour t- two sessions ago, and we tried to fix it last session, but no. There were other plans. Apparently. Because other, other players plans. had feelings as well. Apparently. So I agreed with each of the players' feelings. So I was like, okay, let's just deal with it how it got dealt with in the game. Uh-huh. What about my feeling? Adds more drama to the game. But anyway. I would like to explain. Yes, please explain to our dear listeners out there in uh, internet land. So, for those of you who don't remember, Rasputin is running a game of Curse of Strahd, which takes place Mm. in the... Takes in In a land called Barovia, uh, which is inside a demi-plane of dread. Right, and it's my favorite genre, and somehow, or favorite realm within D&D, Ravenloft! I love yeah. Ravenloft. Ravenloft is dark and gritty and kind of spoopy. Yes. Um, and anyway, takes place in Barovia, there's a bunch of badness, Strahd, you know, is hanging out up in Castle Ravenloft, going, ha 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 how can I be more evil today? Yes. yes. Anyway, um, so, long story short, the party ended up basically going, degenerated into a sort of murder hobo-y kind of rage, in which I'm using the definition of murder hobo as, oh, we already killed one person. <laughs> um, Let's just keep going until there are consequences or somebody tells us to stop. <laughs> Let me back up even further. My oh, boyfriend. by the way, uh, by the way, I mean, um, spoiler warning for Curse of Strahd. Is Sorry. there? I'm not, I don't want. Unless you're mentioning names, unless you're mentioning char- NPC names that happen to get killed, it'll be spoiler warning, just for the sake of I was going. I was really hoping to avoid spoilers, but yes, that's fair. Just a fair thing, just in case if name NPC names get slipped. Just in case. I don't even know who the NPCs are to be honest. Well, most okay. NPCs who are to be honest. So, like, it would be really hard for me to spoil it if I want. Okay. Anyway, cool. already done. stepping back a whole bunch more. Whee! My boyfriend mm-hmm. joined our game. He he's the aforementioned Lord Fancy Pants. A.K.A. Lord Hollowstorm. The party has kind of fallen in love with him because he's kind of a. He's very. Lord Hollowstorm is very charismatic. And he's very much like, oh, here's what's going to happen. And take charge. And ironically, my. Center of attention. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's totally. He totally captured center stage from everything else in the game. And my character, Kaleem Ganach, is just like, yeah, whatever, okay, okay, he's a tiefling, he's kind of pretty, 
But I got <laughs> my in-game boyfriend, the um, Crixus the Barbarian, the Dragonborn Barbarian. Yes. And, I, you know, chaotic neutral, I do my thing that suits me because that's what I want to do. Anyway, Lord Hollowstorm made plans to do a kind of political coup in the city we're in currently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, obviously, he's a lord, and he's, like, super... Uh, he's kind of aggro about, like, the whole situation. He's like, no, 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 heck with this. I'm gonna take over. <laughs> so, we were kind of helping him architect... Well, he architected the plan. We were helping him execute the plan, uh, pun intended, Yeah. to kind of fix the political situation by forcefully removing certain individuals <laughs> that stood in his way. Yep. Okay, yes. That was a week where Crixus the Barbarian was not there, because otherwise there would have been a whole lot more dead bodies. <laughs> um, so then the following week, I think it was the following week, right? Yeah, yeah, the following week, mm-hmm. uh, Crixus the Barbarian comes back, um, the party is whole again. There's a powwow between the other person in power. Yes. And Lord Hollowstorm. So, okay. One other piece of backstory is in the previous week, we uncovered a ritual pit and <laughs> somehow the barbarian managed to summon or basically burned a whole bunch of bodies in this ritual pit and a brick replaced the bodies like a clay well brick the bodies burned to ash uh-huh. and inside the ash there was a clay brick with a pair of googly eyes on it okay so a brick appeared after having burned a bunch of bodies in a demonic-ish looking pit ritual pit of doom. Mm-hmm. The Brick immediately got the name Bricky and became the Barbar's best friend. I think the Bricky rode around between his horns for a while, or did he carry him? For a little bit, yeah. For a little bit. I don't know, whatever. So Bricky and the Barbarian were inseparable. <laughs> Come to find out that Bricky actually had a real personality and claimed to be the second lieutenant to the Lord of Lies. So, what did we decide on? Belial? Uh, well, the play- I think the players decided on Belial, but me, but me as being the GM, I just left it ambiguous. Right, but well, the Lord of Lies has a specific demonic name. So we yeah. were, that's what we were saying. Is not not that Bricky was Belial, but the no. Lord of Lies. The all the other name for the Lord of Lies is Belial. Anyway, yeah. one of those one of those elder demon things. Yes. Point is, this brick was actually genuinely possessed by a freaking demon. I, a freaking high-ranking demon, and not only 
a demon, but the Lord of Lies. And I want to strongly emphasize (laughs) Lord of Lies. (laughs) Okay? Because this is important to my feelings. Also, to lay on top of this, the reason why the Dragon Board did this, because he was bored. And and I... Do at least every once in a while. Every once in a while, reward boredom. <laughs> oh yeah, or punish for boredom. I don't know which. No. I don't know. I don't. I really, in the end, I think this time around it was punish for how it all ended. But let let Ben do it. Okay. <laughs> I we all thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was fun. The the reason that the Dragonborn was bored. Was because we left him alone, unsupervised. <laughs> and one of the things you, we've learned you should not do is leave your dragonborn barbarian unsupervised. <laughs> anyway, so we now, so our barbarian is now in possession of, and is very friendly with, the second lieutenant to the Lord of Lies. Back to the present. So. Mm-hmm. Or back to the issue at hand. Yes. Lord Hollowstorm and the Barbarian in tow go off to meet the other gentlemen in power in the town to kind of negotiate and be like, hey, we took care of your rival. Let's neg- let's start talking about what we're going to do with you and how you're going to help me. Da 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 da. You know, all like the political scheming yes. things, etc. Etc. Except, yep. Oh, the rogue was there as well. Oh, uh, well, the rogue. No, no uh, the, the ranger, ranger was there. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Sorry, the ranger was there as well. So three, three people from our party: uh, the barbarian, Lord the Hollowstorm, and the ranger went to go meet the the other stuffed shirt guy. Yes, the the, the leader of the town they're in. Yes, the leadership. So at some point. For for plot reasons, uh, the ranger had a bunch of questions, and it some I, it involved the leader got the leadership's son. Yep, the barbarian was just kind of being broody and intimidating, and the second lieutenant to the Lord of Lies, Bricky, made a comment about the son's scaly arm, and. Be careful of it? What was the exact words? The exact quote, Ricky, telepathically tell, uh, told Crixus, be careful of his right arm. Right. Okay. Be careful of his right arm. And that's a very good point. Bricky does not actually talk, except through Crixus. Yep. And Crixus is, as a barbarian, is not necessarily clever enough to come up with something like, Second Lieutenant to the Lord of Lies on his own, which means that it probably is the Second Lieutenant to the Lord of Lies. <laughs> Lord of Lies tells Big Strong Barbarian, be careful of his right arm, referring to the son. Th- thankfully, he was the adult son. Yes, he was an adult son, yes. But, for whatever reason... Kaleem was not there. No, Kaleem was not there. And once again, we learn you do not leave your barbarian unsupervised. 
technically he had supervision. Lord Hollowstorm and the ranger were both there. And also, the reason why Bricky mentioned be careful his right arm because the sun was in there for questioning of another plot point that was happening in the town. Right, yeah. So there were plot reasons why... Questionable plot reasonings in there, yeah. There were plot reasons why the sun was in there. I'm not arguing that point, but I do argue the fact that he was unsupervised because, in my head, <laughs> they yes, the other two were physically present, but they really weren't... They didn't seem to be paying attention to what he was doing, and out loud, or I believe I made a comment out loud, like, huh, Crixus, what are you doing? Like, because, (laughs) again, as Kaleem, his in-character boyfriend, or girlfriend, Uh Kaleem, the cleric, barbar, boyfriend, girlfriend, okay, whatever. Uh Kaleem would have been like, Crixus, what are you doing? Um, somehow that did not strike them as a question to ask, and he took the kid's arm off. Well, he looked at the arm, front, back, and then chopped it off. Yes. And we're all like, what did you do? Why did you do that? Stop doing things. Thanks. Yep. Also, it's not 100% Kirk's fault for what happened next 100%. Right. No, you're right. So playing TV plane to one of the other people who decided to throw a firebolt at said person. Oh, at, there's sa- a- at said son. So oh, there's a whole lot of blame to go around in this. But anyway, so. finish your thought. Fireball. Oh, the fireball. And then, of course, the son was being attacked. So he appropriately retaliated right back. Uh-huh. His own firebolt. Right. So, so, that was my thought. Yeah, so there was a whole lot of combat going on between us and the leadership of the town. Yes. And we were supposed to be there, like, building relationships and all this stuff. So then everything got super murdery, and, and I am just sitting off to the side, wondering, like, guys, what the hell are you doing? Yep. The ranger cast some kind of thing on the floor outside the hallway so that they wouldn't yeah. be, quote, disturbed. He placed a thorn trap where basically cannot, no one can see it unless they can bypass the perception check to see it. Right. And so, to me, I'm thinking, oh, as a deterrent for keeping people out of there, an invisible trap is not a really good way to go. No, it's not. And that just ended up with with more people getting killed. More bodies stacking up onto the uh, pile. So, like, the body count is rising. Somehow, Leadership Man made it out alive. God knows why, but a whole bunch of other people, including a couple of town guards, are dead. Yes. We are directly responsible for murdering the crap out of them, Hmm. and that's where we're going to take a break. 
that is a good place to take a break because there's going to be a lot more to talk about after that. Oh yeah, we okay. So like that's just the top of the roller coaster. <laughs> Time for the downhill. Alrighty, so we're back. Now, Yay. a whole bunch of people have been murdered at this point. We, as a party, took out a political rival. Yes. As well as most of their entourage. Yep. I'm trying to remember, did we carry the body to the living rival or not? I don't know, whatever. Uh, you did carry a... The 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 servant of the rival of the political rival to right. the leadership, okay, as proof of it being done. Right, we brought. Okay, so unfortunately, the rival kind of wasn't in a condition to bring their head on a platter like we wanted to. So I was like, well, here's the number two. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why there was no rival body to show. Was it was part of the use of the ritual to make Bricky. Oh, right. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Just a little bit of clarification why they couldn't bring the political rival's body there. Okay, so, so we have a demonic brick. A whole bunch of people have died. Yes. A whole bunch more people are going to die or have died as part of this whole barbarian needs active supervision at all times the son is now dead because yes. there was a, a back and forth fireball battle i think a couple of guard dogs died yes right so the leadership's personal guard dogs have died some city guard are dead because there's an invisible trap outside that yes. they can't see <laughs> yep kaleem is just seeing a whole bunch of guards running through town and is like, oh dear God, what happened? What have these idiots done? She tries to go find out what kind of utter chaos is being caused. She also cannot see the invisible trap. No. Steps on it, takes a whole bunch of damage, and is like, well, shit. Now what? Her original plan was to take the bodies that she could reach, throw one down, let the spiky things happen step on the body, throw the other body ten, you know, four or five feet away, step <laughs> on that body, and basically use them like a pair of fleshy snowshoes. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's As what she always was. in the leadership match would have covered in blood. That's what she was going to do, but she didn't do that because the player decided that was a terrible idea. And the player was like, oh god, this uh, this whole thing, out of character, <laughs> completely out of character knowledge, has gone completely to shit. Because now, Leadership Man is pissed. His son <laughs> is dead. There is yes. no way to bring him back right now. Well, there are spells to bring him back, but we don't have access to them. No. So, we have turned from... A reasonably sane party of individuals into a bunch of freaking murder hobos. Yep. 
or the party overall, because the rogue was off doing her own thing, and obviously Kaleem wasn't was like studying her new book or something. And that's kind of where we left it, right? A whole bunch of yes. dead people. Then we spent like a week agonizing over, oh god, how do we fix this? Yes, the players. <clears throat> In fact, last week you were running late, and that gave us all an opportunity to show up on yes. time. We came up with a plan. It was a brilliant freaking plan. Yes, it was a brilliant it was a brilliant, brilliant plan. And it kind of worked. Oh, oh, yeah, it worked. Because it played along with another brilliant plan. If you're curious, the plan was to leverage the ever-loving shit out of the demonic possession thing. Hey, Bricky is the second lieutenant to the Lord of Lies. Again, emphasis on lying. <laughs> um, he's not in his right mind. So Kaleem did the whole Gandalf on the king who's it's from <laughs> Lord of the Rings, where she basically from two knocked, towers. Yeah, where she knocked Saruman out of his head. You know, the Saruman, the Lord of Lies, out of his head. Don't. <laughs> right, call me emotions. Oh, I'm really, really doing a fancy exorcism. I swear. <laughs> um, yeah, fancy exorcism. Ah, be gone, demon. So <laughs> that kind of worked. Um, he sn- quote snapped out of his possession, mm-hmm. and leadership guy still called for for him to be executed. Blah blah blah. Okay, fine. Yes, Kaleem went with him to kind of keep him in check. Like, oh, I really got to make sure he doesn't get possessed by this demon again. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Lord Hollowstorm teleported Bricky far and away yes. to kind of help add to the overall illusion. So, <clears throat> the Crixus, the barbarian, and I are in prison waiting for his, quote, execution in the morning because we're like, oh, yeah, we're totally getting out of this. <laughs> Lord We're Hollis, totally waiting for the Lord morning. Storm is, <laughs> Lord Hollowstorm is, you know, he's got this shit. Worst case scenario, Kaleem <laughs> will get them out somehow. Well, not, I mean, Kaleem wasn't sentenced to die. He was, but again, yeah. she they just left her unchained. Like, they tied oh, yeah. they strapped him to the wall and just left her <laughs> loose. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. You're not even gonna, like, check her for stuff? Like, she probably has a hacksaw on her, under her robe. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot, a bunch um, of idiots. Anyway, whatever. Yes. Hollowstorm comes by, makes a big old fuss, and they escape. Yes. Unfortunately, I had to go AFK for a while, and some stuff happened. And apparently there were two Crixuses for a while, and I'm like, I yes. don't know what's going on. And it was a doppelganger situation, and they were in the middle of combat. I'm like, okay. I'm not going to do anything right now. I'm going to wait. <laughs> These seem to have it figured out. And I'm like, oh, like yeah. this whole time, I'm thinking, oh, Kaleem and Crixus have had very intimate relations. <laughs> Even Crixus could probably identify the tattoo on, on her <laughs> ass or something. Why don't we use that as a litmus test for who's the real Crixus is? <laughs> yeah. But the rangers seem to have figured out what which the real Crixus was. Okay, fine. So she cast one spell, helped kill 
one of the two Crixuses. Yep. Oh, and the one of the things I forgot back in prison. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to go no, w- no. back up to that. <laughs> you know why? Okay. You know why? <laughs> why? It slipped my mind. Oh, okay. How could that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Let me bring him. How could you forget about me? No! No! You! You so hard! God damn it! God damn it, Rash was there. Okay, folks, to be fair. I did tease Rasmuther to say, hey, <laughs> the actor hasn't shown up in a while. Wouldn't it be funny if he showed up in our D&D game and, like, walked across the street just to terrorize us for half a second because we totally don't have PTSD from this? <laughs> Mild PTSD. I know there's real PTSD, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Fine. We do we do not have traumatic experiences from when he's showed up before. I thought it would be psychologically hilarious <laughs> to do that again, like watching a horror movie. <laughs> but no, no, no. No, no, no. The actor, friends and dear listeners, no, no, no. The actor made a full-on appearance taking on the mask of leadership guy. <laughs> now, leadership guy came to the prison and talked to Kalim and was like, that thing, blah, 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 and rotated the face. And when the face rotated, I'm like, oh my fucking God, no, you don't. Why, <laughs> why, why? <laughs> so part of like half of me is like, oh, Jesus Christ, here it comes again. The terror, the shakes. I've got the brain shivers. But the other half of me is like, I have to roleplay this with a straight face because Kaleem has no idea who the freaking actor is. No. So the actor basically looked her square in the eyes and was like, you fucked up my plans. Again, brain shivers. I'm sorry, what? That was like a five-minute in-character interaction. Brain yeah. shivers, straight face, brain <laughs> shiver, brain, straight face. Like, oh, God, this is horrifying. Well, and, like, well, like Banjo had to put on his own mask. Like who? Like Banjo had to put on his own mask. Oh, we already discussed on the Halloween episode how I'm not a... <laughs> How I am technically a plural. I put masks on all the freaking time. Anyway. Uh, I'm sorry. I was trying to uh, incite the, that you're also the actor as well at the same time. But anyway. There's a, there's a little bit of actor no. in everybody. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> do not do this to me. You know it's true. It's not true. <laughs> it's never going to be true. Wait, can I finish the story? Okay, yes, you may finish the story. Okay, thank you. So that happened. Everyone. (laughs) Wind gave the perfect reaction to the actor. Everyone else was like, like, who's this asshole? 
<laughs> anyway, apparently the actor was one of the doppelganger was the doppelganger Crixess. And the end of that whole interaction was Crick the real Crixess dying and Kaleem helped kill him. Yep. So now she's like super duper conflicted. Yep. And I don't know what's gonna happen on Sunday. Part of me is kinda like I should just start rolling a new character. If you really want to, but I'm thinking about it because she's definitely gonna have to go on a walk a long walkabout after this. Because um, the whole point, I'm like, the whole point was to like have nobody die at the end of this. But like the rogue apparently felt like she wasn't doing enough and was like, "Yep, pe- I'm piecing out." So like the rogue is gone. Yes, the rogue left. <laughs> the barbarian died at the hands of his sweetheart. Yes. So I'm like, oh shit, trying to salvage this thing. And I didn't. Like, not only did I not salvage this thing, I killed him. Moral of the story, don't be a murder hobo. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is the kind of crap that happens. Yeah. And that's, in like the last couple of minutes here, that's kind of what I wanted to get at, was it's okay to have a murder hobo party if that's what you're going for. <laughs> but if that's not what you're going for and it happens organically or oh. on purpose or whatever, be prepared for the consequences. Consequences will happen. And there is a man named Guy on the YouTubes that did a whole episode about Are You a Murder Hobo? And it was fantastic. <laughs> and in fact, that was how I knew the term murder hobo and i'm going to link it in the show notes because i feel like that subject has been done and dusted and maybe we'll revisit it the subject later oh not today because today i needed to get my feelings out yes and i wanted to give everyone listening an update about how messed up our D party is well, and the reason why the barbarian did die because the player did want to switch up, and he and the player did feel guilty for what he did in the session prior. Right. So hence why the barbarian died. <laughs> right. But I'm like, fine. Shit happens. Everyone was pissed. <laughs> Lord Hollowstorm was pissed. Wind and. Shaughness and I were all like, oh, so this is a normal game for us because shit always <laughs> ends up happening and our body count goes through the roof for a little while, but we somehow pull it out of our ass. Now the story has expanded because of this. Before, the actor was willing to stay out of, uh, stay out of everyone's business and do his own little thing. But no. We are being doubly punished for our murder hoboing. One, a beloved character gets whacked, which may lead to a a second character basically losing it and going off into the forest. Actually, um, I am not surprised for that for those type of reactions for it a curse of strata game. It things like that are supposed to happen. Right, okay, well, so... The characters are supposed to go mentally... Unwell. Foobard. 
Oh yeah. Oh, she's at one point or another, and this is a perfect time to do it. Out of character, you guys are wrapping up before you guys have to face Strahd because you just have spoiler warning: one thing to do left, and okay, (laughs) you have one thing to do left. You guys are. This is the right point for people to start to break down. Okay, so in that case, she's Kalima is definitely going to use up her last point of sanity and then just walk straight into the mists, possibly never to be seen again. So after this, you and I are going to have a chit chat (laughs) about what kind of what do I need to roll, and I'm going to put it in. Beyond D and D, D and D Beyond, yeah, Beyond, D&D D&D Beyond, D&D. yeah, D and D Beyond, yes. Probably make another cleric or a Healy. I'll uh, let me look. Oh, okay, I need to figure that out. So I'll make another spell Healy character. Okay, <laughs> Kaleem. We'll definitely, we'll definitely talk about this yeah, because yeah. I like, I, I still like the idea of Kaleem staying in the party. As being the one of the two only original party members left in okay. the original group. That's well, yeah. At this point, she would probably be the only original one left because Hollowstorm is technically new to the party. Yeah, Hollowstorm is technically new okay. to the party, and yeah. Well, so, Wendy is still the original party too. Well, whatever. Okay, so the aftermath of us murder hoboing is one person dead, one leaving. <laughs> yeah. On her own accord. One wandering off into the mists to get lost, and a couple of players that have lost their shit because the actor has come back to terrorize them. (laughs) Well, if you want to blame anybody, I was willing to let the actor go for this campaign. I was was thinking to myself... The actor, he's only good in this world. Maybe some others, but this one, nah. It's no. really, it's really this story. But then I know. But then you have to mention him, and he decided to go. Okay. We, you and I <laughs> had this discussion. I am fully aware that it's my fault that the actor is here. But I said, I'm just reminding the listeners, that's all. I... I laid out the parameters for you. I said, would it not be hilarious if the actor showed up in this very tidy, concise little area of crossing the street, flipping his face, waving, and then continuing on his damn way? I did not say, hey, you should totally bring the actor in. As a major plot point. The issue is, only you and Wendy would understand that the rest of the party would. They were just like, who is that asshole? Right. Exactly. And that was not. that's not the appropriate way to bring him in. Especially when there's fresh meat about. They right. have to know. The point was, I, re- I really wanted to just see Wind have the brain shivers for a minute. And you know why? That was my revenge on him for not showing up to this freaking podcast and sharing some of our stories because you and I both know that he is like the librarian of our gaming stories. 
<laughs> he remembers things that you and I never remember. <laughs> and yes, I remember. So I first wanted thought, to yeah. be like, "Hey, remember that guy that we really hated, kind of, but was also really <laughs> awesome because he gave us the brain shivers." <laughs> that was me getting kind of revenge on him, not um. like a "Hey." I really want to screw everyone in, in our D&D game. That's me justifying it. <laughs> justifying. Anyway. Have you bared all your feelings? No. No. I wanted to share some feelings. Okay. And I really just wanted to do an update because it's been a while since okay. we did an update. Yes. And I, I thought people would appreciate us actually right. talking about recent events with our gaming. That's true. So that's, that's why this is, this, this is what this podcast for is really yes yeah do you have any <laughs> final thoughts my final thoughts are for any people in a long-standing group of friends who play a lot of tabletop games together if you ever want your gm to go hey you know that cool thing that happened once that just blew our minds or that really creeped us out or whatever and the GM is just like, ah, it doesn't seem appropriate. Listen to the GM. Or, as a player, you may suffer. That's a food for thought. And on that note, I think we'll call it an episode. Yes. So, listeners at home, you can contact us on many different ways. The most effective way is through voicemail. Woo! Yes. You can find the link to the voicemail in the show notes, and you can also find yep. it on anchor.fm slash let the dice roll. And you also can email us at let the dice roll at protonmail.com. We also have a Discord and some social yes. media, and mm-hmm. that is all on our website, which is yep. let the dice roll.com. There's a whole bunch of contact info as well as links to our episodes. But you can find our entire back catalog on Anchor.fm, who is also Mm -hmm. our sponsor. Uh, And also, if you like our podcast, please, please, please share it with your friends. And let them know the joys of Let the Dice Roll. Like you know the joys of Let the Dice Roll. Absolutely. And if you're so really generous, leave us a five-star review on Apple podcasts or wherever you find podcast reviews yes that would and, really that'll, and that will help us non-friends find us as well folks at home you have a good day afternoon evening whatever where that might be